On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I ditched the script and just give you an update on my life. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to this episode number 28 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here is all about week number 28 in that journey. Right, hello. I hope you are well. Um, before we start, you'll have to forgive the, uh, the the sound of rain in the background if you can hear that. Actually, hold on one second. Let me stop talking. Let me see if you can hear this rain. Not sure if you can hear that, but it is chucking it down here. Um, I'm back in Wales, back in the office. Well, not right now. I'm actually recording this. Sat on my bed at home, but back in the office this week as I was last week. Uh, And yeah, I thought I would just do one of those short episodes this week. An episode where I just kind of uh, go off the script, don't don't plan anything, and just kind of talk you through um, where my life is at, I guess, because... You know, we uh, we we talk a lot about abstract things and all these different concepts and thought processes, but it's it's rare that I actually just sit down and talk with you about the kind of uh, the 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 less exciting stuff that's going on. So I thought it'd be good this week to just have a bit of a catch up. Uh, and I guess the logical place to start is by talking about the business because uh, for the first time in a long time. I've spent the last couple of weeks back in the office, back focused almost entirely on the business, uh, half because there's a lot of exciting stuff going on and half just through necessity because there's fuck all else going on right now. You know, there's there's no such thing as a a social life at the moment. It's not like I can spend a lot of time in the gym or traveling or doing anything exciting. So uh, I've kind of decided to use the rest of this year uh, where very little is likely to happen socially to just really really focus on doing some some focused work because you know you've got to make the best of these situations and I would otherwise be sat around doing nothing so yeah the last few weeks have been nothing but work Uh, but with that it's actually quite exciting so there's something which I mentioned a few weeks ago that we as a business are working on uh, and I'll probably be able to share details of that with you in about three or four weeks time um needless to say i can't i won't mention anything right now uh, but there's something that we have been working on which has been taking up a lot of my time and attention in the business at the moment Uh, and then besides that we've just been busy uh working with our clients the end of quarter two is coming up Uh, And that means two things. It means, number one, that we're about to move into the third quarter, which is a really big quarter for some of our clients. Uh, And it also means that in a few weeks' time, when we hit quarter three, the UK will officially move into a recession. Now, of course, uh, we're we're already feeling the 
the short-term effects of the coronavirus lockdown and the economy being on hold for the best part of three months and uh, something like nine million people being out of work. Uh, but it's it's after two consecutive quarters of uh, shrinkage in GDP, I believe, that we officially move into recession. So although uh, tangibly nothing will actually change on the 1st of July, at least not in my eyes, uh, from a business point of view, uh, the second that buzzword recession is plastered over uh, every news bulletin, every website, every Twitter account, the second the word recession uh, enters our, I guess, our collective consciousness as a society, uh, I believe that the way businesses have to market will change. And so we're currently doing a lot of work around that, both internally and on behalf of our clients, just to make sure that uh, everybody we work with and us as a business are ready for the day that the word recession gets dropped because, um, well, it's inevitable, isn't it? And so we wouldn't be doing our job if we weren't preparing for that already. And so that's that's a lot of what we've been working on recently. Uh, we've also very recently actually created a new kind of, uh, a new system for grading the um, uh, the priorities that we should be focusing on for each of our clients to make sure that the work that we're doing in any given quarter is the most effective and the highest impact uh, tasks possible. And we're going to be rolling that out at the beginning of quarter three. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Um, and yeah, other than that, business is going well. Uh, we're certainly in a far, far stronger position than we were three months ago at the beginning of this coronavirus stuff. We're also in a far stronger position than I anticipated we would be uh, right now because, you know, I've said it before, but a few weeks ago, sorry, a few months ago when coronavirus uh, really started to affect businesses, uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm sure I speak for every business owner in the UK when I say that we collectively didn't know what was going to happen. And so there was a lot of panic and a lot of knee-jerk reactions in those first few weeks, which had a detrimental effect on our business, on a lot of other businesses. But it seems as though um, the, the business community as a whole has kind of taken a deep breath and is back focused on moving through this period and towards a recovery and so that's good that's good news for businesses generally but also more selfishly it's good news for dream as a business because you know we are in the business of helping businesses grow and that's going to be a, a very important topic of focus in the next six to twelve months so yeah business is good now if you listened last week you will remember that I mentioned fairly off the cuff that my dad now lives in a care home. Um, now, this has been something that I have been working to uh, help with, for want of a better word, for a long while. So for those of you who don't know, a few years back, my dad was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. And that means that over the past four or so years, he has slowly in the same way that anybody else with the disease would do, been declining towards being less able, both physically and mentally, to uh, do the things that we all take for granted. And that means that in in the last year or so, uh, he has been more... Uh, he's needed more help to do, you know, the, the most basic of daily tasks to ensure that he's kept safe and so on. And... 
you know, all credit to my mum, she left work something like three years ago now to uh, become a full-time carer for him, and so they've spent the last three or so years living at home together my mum would be looking after my dad things would be okay but about a year ago my dad took uh, a slight turn for the worse uh, there was a, there was a couple of days of just crazy situations which caused him to end up in hospital he was discharged about five months after that came back to live at home for a few months with uh, like a support package in place where he'd have carers come into the house a couple of times a day Uh, And, you know, they did the best job they could, but they just weren't very tactful with him. And so he didn't take to them very well uh, to the point where things just became uh, once more unsustainable back in like January. So he went back into hospital. And since then, we have been looking for a full time care home for him to live in somewhere that he will be safe, somewhere that he will be comfortable and all of those things. And as you can imagine, you know, from what I understand, finding a good local care home is a difficult task at the best of times, but doing so when care homes throughout the UK are in a heightened sense of lockdown and there's a pandemic going on and all of these other things, it has been an absolute nightmare trying to find him somewhere. Um, And I might go one day into more details of the process and how I found it because, you know, there are people, I'm sure, every day who are faced with the decisions that we have been faced with recently. And I think that it would be uh, beneficial, maybe on this platform, maybe somewhere else, to just share the experience of what it's like finding a care home place for a loved one. I won't I won't go into the details today, but it is just a fucking madness. Um, But on the flip side of that, he is now uh, in a care home. He's been there for about three weeks and he is doing really well, relatively, of course, but he's doing really, really well relative to how he was in the hospital because he was he was trapped in this hospital ward for like four months nonstop. Uh, We couldn't visit him. We still can't visit him, but we couldn't visit him. There was nothing to stimulate him there. There was nothing to do. And he was, you know, I used the phrase when I was talking to my brother a few weeks ago, he was essentially fading away. We would phone up to speak to him and he just wouldn't even engage with a phone call. Like he wouldn't talk. You wouldn't really be able to tell if he was actually still on the other side of the phone. He was like really withdrawn, really depressed, all of these things. Uh, But since moving into this care home where they seem to be able to provide a far more uh, in-depth level of care in a far more human way, um, he has improved relative to being in hospital massively to the point where either me or my mum will phone him every day and we get to speak to him and we can have a, don't get me wrong, it's, it's, it's not like a normal conversation that we could have say 10 years ago, but it is a 10 or 15 minute conversation where he is aware of where he is, where he's happy, where he's quite talkative, where he has things on his mind that he's willing to share. And so despite all of the struggles that came along with trying to get my dad into the care home where he is now, uh, I'm I'm really, really pleased with how things are going. And he seems really happy. He seems comfortable. He's definitely safe. And so, yeah, there's a uh, there's a nice ending to that whole nightmare saga that has been going on for the last three or four months and then life in general to be fair i probably speak for everybody when i say that not a lot has happened i mean notwithstanding the fucking global pandemic but because of that not a lot day-to-day life has really happened um like i say back in wales 
back in the office, back working, uh, trying to uh, live as normal a life as possible. Uh, and still, as I love to talk about habits, still sticking with as many habits as possible. Uh, really not doing any like workouts or exercises right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's a mix between like a lack of immediate motivation because it's all a bit kind of hodgepodge trying to use some resistance bands and dumbbells and like doing it in a bedroom and it's just it's a mix between that and just generally not being all that arsed right I would far rather at this point you know I've tried three or four different ways of trying to exercise at home and none of them just they don't seem to connect they don't seem to uh, be the same as going to a gym and so I'm kind of torn at this point where I'm thinking, do I just wait until the gyms are reopen? And I think I'm swaying towards that, just kind of sacking it off and starting again afresh in September or October or January or whenever it is the gyms reopen and then just going for it again. Because, you know, this not that I ever made any huge progress when going to the gym, but absolutely any progress that I made is now gone. And I'm not sure that I can be bothered kind of fiddling with it between now and when gyms reopen because I don't think it will make all that difference and it's not like I'm going to be building a a long-term habit in trying to work out with two pieces of equipment in my bedroom because of course the second gyms reopen I will hopefully never have to do that ever again. So I'm kind of, yeah, kind of withdrawn from that. Um, And that's it really. I think that is the update. Um, I'm not sure about you, but the second half of this year, uh, and this is this is from both a business point of view and also a personal point of view, the second half of this year is now very much front and centre of my mind. I know that on New Year's Eve, we all had in our minds a vision for what this year was going to look like, and then it absolutely it went to shit, and it doesn't look like anything we thought it would look like and our plans are gone and you know some of us are furloughed and all of these different things but it seems to be the case that we are moving slowly towards normality or at least a new normal a normal that is predictable a normal that allows us to actually know what the second half of the year is going to look like and then plan for that and so in the same way as we as a business are planning for the second quarter, sorry, the second half of the year and a recession. I think personally, I'm also planning for a different kind of second half of the year, but one which I still make the most out of so that when it gets to next year, if we are back to normal by then, I can actually take advantage of all of the work I've put in this year. And that's it really. Um, Yeah, like I say, short podcast, but didn't really have anything to talk about this week so I thought I would just come on here and just think out loud about what's going on in my life um yeah that's it I um I sent out the fourth email to the newsletter mailing list today really good response to that thank you if you have already signed up Uh, As I'm sure I'm going to be saying for the next few weeks, if you haven't signed up and you would like to do so, please do. You can go to seanspooner.co.uk forward slash email. And from there you can, uh, I think you just pop in your first name, pop in your email address and you will get two emails from me every single week 
one on a Monday. I had to think there. Bloody hell. It's been a long week. One on a Monday, one on a Thursday. Um, and yeah, I will keep you up to date on how that mailing list grows because it's going to be a big focus of mine in the next six to 12 months, really growing that mailing list, really offering just the absolute best writing I can twice a week for free to as many people as possible just to see where it goes it's kind of like this podcast right with both of these things there's no there's certainly no monetary goal there's no predefined end goal it's more just committing to the process in the same way that I have committed blindly to doing a podcast every week for at least a year with no real end goal I'm doing the same thing with the newsletter because you know many people before me have proven that following the ethos of pumping out uh, like huge amounts of content and value will in the long term have uh, if not direct returns just the leverage of having people who are willing to sit down and listen to you so that's kind of where I'm going with the mailing list just trying to turn it into this uh, this big thing you know I don't have a, a set number of people I want on my mailing list by this time next year but we're currently at like 45 I would quite like it to be like in the thousands but you know it who knows what's going to happen i'll keep you up to date nonetheless um and yeah that is it thank you very much for listening to this short to this unscripted to this probably quite incoherent episode uh, i hope you have a good week i hope that the weather is better this week it's still raining and uh yeah i'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 29 of life and lessons See you then. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.